Hello everyone, what's up? I hope everyone is doing good today. Hope everyone is well. Hope everyone is blessed. This is Coach Cookie, your life and relationship coach. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for joining me today. If you like what you hear, please give the podcast a like, comment, subscribe, and don't forget to share with friends and family. To my regular listeners, welcome back. And I want you to know that you are greatly appreciated. Now here at Rising Higher, I'm going to give you some snippets for success to not only help you to survive, but to help you thrive. Now in today's episode, I want to focus on the stages of narcissistic abuse. But before we get into the main topic for the day, let's review the high points from last week's episode titled, The Relationship with the Narcissist Will Never Be Equal. The high points from this episode is to remember when dealing with narcissists, It's imperative to always remember they can only feel like a person by making other people feel less than what they are. They only feel validated when they can control and dominate others. They need to be first and they will do whatever they have to to ensure that they are the most important one and the only one that matters. So in essence, they could never be equal in a relationship and based on their characteristics, they don't want to be equal. If this episode sounds interesting and you would like to learn more about it, check out the entire episode. Again, it's called The Narcissist Will Never Be Equal. Okay, so today on Keeping It Real, I have a question from Samantha and she asked, Hey, Coach Cookie, I have a friend who just got out of a relationship with a narcissist. According to my friend, she felt like the narcissist didn't love her. I was curious to know if the narcissist can love other people. Okay, Samantha, this is a really good question. But before I answer this question, I want all my listeners to know that if you have never been in a relationship with a narcissist or you don't or you never been around a narcissist in your family or on your job, it is very difficult to understand what your friends and your loved ones are dealing with. Okay? Now, with that being said, let me answer Samantha's question. I hate to tell you, Samantha, but the answer is no. The narcissist is not capable of loving you, your friend, or anyone else. I want you to think of it like this. Your friend didn't even love the narcissist because the person that they fell in love with does not exist. The person they fell in love with was a mask. And this mask was actually a reflection of what they wanted and what they are. Your friend essentially fell in love with themselves because the narcissist was unreflecting your friend's own wants and good qualities back to them in order to get them caught up in this narcissistic game. The narcissist is described as this vicious, abusive, empty shell that needs constant support and supply to exist. So to all my listeners out there, remember that the narcissist can't be happy and they can't let anyone else be happy either. Even if you do absolutely everything the narcissist asks you to do, exactly what they ask you to do, when they want you to do it, they will find some way for it to be wrong so they can punish you. If you live with a narcissist, you probably already know that. Don't hold your breath or waste your time waiting for it to change because it won't. They are incapable of love, of empathy, of sympathy, of loyalty, or honesty. When it comes to the relationship with the narcissist, they can't love anyone, especially themselves. To all my listeners out there who have experience with this topic, you are the experts. 
I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic so we can all grow and learn and heal together. Now, the main topic for today is the stages of narcissistic abuse. Now, a lot of people use the term narcissism so loosely and really don't understand what it is. If someone has not really experienced it, they won't really get what someone has gone through when they have been abused by a narcissist. Other people start thinking, is it really that deep? Yes. Yes, it is. And it can lead to a devastating combination of psychological abuse with a rattling impact on your life. I've experienced and service narcissistic abuse. And despite how funny people may think it is, in reality, it's no laughing matter. Narcissistic abuse is a combination of emotional and psychological tactics aimed to undermine a person's identity and destroy their self-worth. I had actually been through several narcissistic abuse relationships before realizing what it was I was actually going through. This had to be about 30 years ago, but during that time, there was not a, a lot of talk about narcissistic abuse. The big thing that got me out of the relationships was I was the only one doing all the work. And basically, if I felt like I felt like if I had to do all the work, why am I in a relationship with you? I might as well be by myself. While I was in the process of leaving the relationship, I talked to a really I talked to a really close friend and a coworker, and she was the one that told me that sounds like this guy's a narcissist. Yes, I have a degree in elementary and secondary education, and this was my first time in my life that I had even heard of the word. I had to have her spell it for me. I couldn't wait to get home from work to look up this new word. Lo and behold, <laughs> it not only described the man that I had just left, but the previous relationships that I had been in as well. A lot of people don't even talk about some of the terminology that are around what you go through when dealing with narcissistic abuse. First off, a narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health issue where a person has an inflated view of themselves and uses others to validate their delusions. Victims are deeply manipulated and often scared to speak out due to the elaborate lies and dark secrets the narcissist has conjured up through their life. The trauma associated with long-term exposure exists in romantic relationships, families, workplaces, and friendships. And any personal dynamic that allows one person to have increased value or position over another is fair game for a narcissist's personality. If you have ever experienced the torment and cycle of narcissistic abuse, you know it's a lonely road to travel. A true narcissist knows no boundaries. Their natural charisma and charm enable them to weave complicated webs of deception, leaving their victims feeling isolated, powerless, and crazy. So for all my listeners out there that are just learning about this abuse, I'm going to provide you with some terms that you need to be aware of that are used to describe the stages of narcissistic abuse and a clear description of those stages. So the first description, the first stage is the love bombing. Now, the love bombing is when the narcissist will make you think that you're perfect and showers you with love. They give you affection. They give you compliments. And they often accompany by gifts and extravagant gestures. You know, you're going to go on a fancy trip. You're going to get these beautiful, expensive gifts. 
um, they're going to feedback everything that you ever wanted to have in a man or if you were everything that you want to have in a woman. And they're going to feed that to you in love bombing. Oh, I always wanted to go to, to Africa. Well, you guys are about to go to on a trip to Africa. OK, whatever you feed them, that's what they're going to feed back to you. And they're going to and you're going to end up thinking, oh, this is the man of my dreams or this is the woman of my dreams. The next stage is trust and dependency. You are bonded with them and believe that they have your best interests at heart. You are most trusting and begin to depend on them for validation, love and approval. So now you've fallen in love with them and you just everything you believe and you trust everything that they do and everything that they say. OK, so they get you worked up. They get you sucked in. So now the criticism begins. The next stage is the criticism. They begin to criticize in stages and gradually increase as they reduce the gestures of love and acts of kindness. They will introduce controlling behaviors and blame you for their actions. OK, and this is going to be a gradual process. So now what's getting ready to happen is that the love bombing stage or the honeymoon stage, whatever you want to call it, the good times, they're about to end. And then the criticism is going to come into place. So along with that criticism, you know, you got your gaslighting. They uh, need you to believe everything is your fault. This is part of the gaslighting, your distrust, your complaining, your hurt or your emotions are are on you. Everything that you are experiences, experiencing is only happening because you are no longer worthy of the initial love and affection. That's what they got you believing. If only you would learn to behave correctly. This is how they want you to think. This is how they are thinking. They will restore your admiration for you. They will purposely make you doubt your experiences and per, uh, perceptions and recruit allies to strengthen their lives. Which means they're going to get out there. They're going to do the smear campaign. They're going to be spreading lies about you to make them look good and make you look bad. These actions are all aimed for you to accept their interpretation of reality. So they are trying to get you to believe what they're actually saying. Oh, man, well, you know, maybe you're right. You know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or maybe I, I see what you're saying. Then the next part is going to be the blame shifting. The next phase is the blame shifting. So if we are going to talk about gaslighting, we can't forget blame shifting. Now, this is a behavior when a person has done something wrong or inappropriate and then dumps the blame on someone else to avoid taking responsibility for their behavior. Narcissists usually blame shift to manipulate conflicts because admitting fault is not an option for them. Then we got control. The next phase is going to be control. So you start walking around like you're in a fog. You are constantly confused and never know quite what the truth is or what to believe anymore. However, you think that you are indeed the problem and can fix the outrageous or cruel behavior of your partner by listening to their demands. These demands can be about your work, your life, your friendships, money, or anything else. Another part of control is used when the narcissist uses what's called triangulation. Now, with the triangulation, this is a form of manipulation that a person uses to control communications among people who can unravel their lives. Uh, it involved using a three-person interpersonal situation for their sole benefit to gain admiration from both parties while creating distrust, distrust among others. It generally includes putting people against each other 
with deception to divide and conquer. Okay. So then you got this. Then one stage that you're going to go through is that you're going to have loss of self. So with loss of self, the relationship is on a roller coaster ride, shifting between rare extremes of high, followed by soaking lows. For example, cheating scandal, followed by an extravagant gift proposal or extravagant vacation to win back your love or trust and recommitment is common. It is common, but actual change is only on the surface. Usually, when we lose ourselves, we are on this roller coaster ride of the good times and the bad times. And this process creates what's called the trauma bond, which creates this attachment created through repeated abuse of, of traumatic experience. During the trauma bond stage, it makes it difficult to leave the relationship. At any time when you try to stand up for yourself, they ante up the manipulation. You're more than likely confused, unhappy, uh, your self esteem. Is, is pretty much at this point in the gutter. Then you have the part where you have your discard. The walls are closing in on you and you feel alone. You have possibly have, have had to distance yourself from your family or friends. You become aware of abuse, but you're unable to pull yourself away. This stage often leads to the narcissist discarding you for a new partner they already groomed to provide the love and admiration you can no longer give. When it gets to that point where they have to, when it gets to that point where they have no use for uh, you or they have no use for a partner who is up on their game. In other words, you're pretty much up on the game. You pretty much know what's going on, but you just don't know how to get out of it. Uh, it's pretty much game over. So hopefully this information will provide my survivors with some guidance and some understanding of the mind-bending experiences that you've endured with the narcissist. Now to all my listeners out there who have this experience, remember you're the experts. I love to hear from you and I'm sure others would love to hear from you too. So and remember they can learn from you and they can grow as well. This will help others who are struggling with this issue. Remember, everyone, I am here for you. So I want you, I want to be able to bring content that meets your needs. So if you have uh, any questions that you would like for me to answer, or if you have a topic that you would like for me to do an episode on, anyone that needs one-on-one -on -one coaching, I need for anyone that needs me, please hit me up at headcoachcookie at gmail.com. This is Coach Cookie sending everyone a big hug and reminding you to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Be blessed and I'll talk to you soon.